Welcome to another quarantine-filled episode of the Seminar Files. <laughs> Do we really need these reminders? No. <laughs> Listen, we in the house. Everybody in the house. We do week, need a reminder. Week four in the house. Womp womp. <laughs> Are y'all surviving? Y'all maintaining? I don't I'm even know if we I'm need to have here. a... Yeah, no. I don't even know if we need to have a what are you excited about <laughs> segment. <laughs> like, I'm ex- the sun is uh, out. Okay, okay. Right. God, God woke us up. Let me... Right. Let me yes. You know. Okay, what else? What, what else? Let's just throw some out. We're so healthy. Like, yes, we, we have, have homes. Yes, we have food in our kitchens. We okay. still getting paid. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay. That's, a, that's a major one. Thank you. Amen. And Sometimes then you need your friends to like remind you of what what's important, important. yes you, but can i also say that like our sorority on a national level sent out like a prayer calendar and i've been looking at that and doing like daily devotionals and it's funny because the first day i did it my dad called me and he's like you sound very much at peace and i was like interesting because that was the word of the day and i was hmm. like i just feel super calm and yeah. So for me, that's been working. I don't understand the time that they're doing these calls at. Like, why is it at I'm 714? Not doing, I'm not no. doing a call. I'm not doing a oh, call. I'm doing okay. it on my own. Okay. And no, okay. I have something <laughs> I, I, I figured out I can say I'm excited about. So yes. I was pleasantly surprised and excited to see, and I'm sure you guys have seen it by now. This was last week when it was um, National Doctors' Day. Yes. And they had a segment for women and they highlighted these women that were physicians. And then did you see the men edition? Did you see Yes, that? I did, Ooh, child. I, I saw all of all of them. Listen, mm. I just want to give a special shout out to at W Triggs MD. Oh, oh you found out names. Um man, they're posted on some of them. Ma'am, no, 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 no. I screenshot it. Okay. Oh, during, that's right. During it, okay? Did you slide in his DMs, KB? I'm not doing that. I'm Why? Doing that. You better get your life. Uh-uh. I don't want Don't worry, tell I'm... me what it is. I'll do it for you. Mm. <laughs> Listen, I could be a matchmaker. Mm. He looks young, but the point is, it doesn't matter. I don't want nobody young. What? So you yeah. missing your blessing. I may, I may be. I I may be. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, okay with that. But I'm anyway. not okay with that for you though. <laughs> but no, that's what I want to tell y'all. That is what I am excited about. Like the highlight of just these beautiful black people you know, physicians, men and women. It was just a cute thing that they did. And kudos to you guys. Yes. Shook, are you excited about anything in particular or just to be alive? Yes. You guys saw baby Shook, didn't you? You saw my little doll that I ordered. (laughs) The doll got a name. Yes, her name is baby Shook. And I will be posting her on our Instagram page very, very soon because she's adorable. And shout out to Harper Iman for making all of these beautiful dolls for little black girls so that they have a positive representation to look up to. Amen. And big all black right, girls, because right, we I'm need right. people too. Sometimes Amen. we want recreations of ourselves, hence Baby Shug. Baby Shug. She's cute. 
So are y'all drinking on anything today? I am. Water. What you drinking, KB? That part. What so, you drinking, KB? Well, I'm drinking coconut water right now, but what I was drinking earlier was a beer. So, okay, this is random. I know. Beer. I know. Listen, I don't really drink it a lot, but I felt like I have so much alcohol in this house. And I was like, I want some beer. So I called up the homie who's opening a restaurant. When he opens, I will shout him out. And I was like, I just want some beer. I don't know why I want beer. I have no beer. So, hey, he came through with the come through. Hmm. So he dropped them off at house at your house. You practice yes. social distancing. We did. We did not get close. And, you know, he stayed at the doorway. I stayed like in the family area, you know, in the living room area. And, you know, yeah. So we kind of didn't get close and, you know, whatever. He dropped them off and I took them on in after I got them. So, yes. And guys, that's what I'm drinking here. And we'll see how many days I do this for. Okay, let us know by the next episode how many days you had it. So let's do some quick COVID-19 updates. What's going on in Philly, KB? Oh, gosh. So I, your people, I need your... <laughs> what they got to be our people? First of all, people, stop gathering. Like, y'all know we can literally end this thing if y'all just stop gathering. Like, it's so serious. I'm, the social distancing is not a game. The doggone vaccine is probably not going to be available until the beginning of next year. Mm. They do not have a cure, and those things take time, and they have to go through trial testing. So with no end in sight, the way we can end this is stop being together. So you guys, uh, recently you may have heard about this story. Five people, including a one-year-old toddler, were shot outside a North Philly house. What? Oh my God! They were literally, yeah, they were actually celebrating the life of someone else who had been killed. Mm. So this person walks up and and fires into the crowd. That's so, crazy. Thankfully, everybody, of course, survived and will be making a full recovery, including the one-year-old. But the point is, why are we even gathering? So I just want to, you know, say that I, I got so freaking irritated. Like, it's so stupid. But baby, let me tell you what Hawaii is out here doing. Oh, Lord. Uh-huh. No, they're like not playing the games. And you can get, and let me just say this, other states have put into place these same kind of things as far as fining you if Mm -hmm. you are out and violating. But baby, Hawaii had something out saying uh, self-quarantine violators will pay $5,000 or sending them to prison. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, DC too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But see, some people are not actually being fined. So even in the case in Philly, no Mm -hmm. one got a ticket. They said they were going to still think about it, but no one got a ticket. Y'all better start finding these people because nobody should have even been at that birthday party. True story. You know what I'm saying? Then nobody would have got shot. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, other places, like I was saying, are already doing this, but I just love this article on Hawaii because they are like, if you coming into... The states, like if you come into their island, you have to self-quarantine for 14 days regardless. Like just coming in, anybody flying in, you have to self-quarantine. So they, you know, a lot of people are really taking it seriously. And I know you guys talked about parks being closed. These people are silly and they're continuing to do what they want to do. That's all I want to say. Moving right along. Yeah, because people think it's a game. Yeah. Right. They're not taking it seriously. I mean, I was kind of like that. Like I know it's serious, but it got serious for me because there's a sore in our chapter or in my chapter whose grandma passed away from it. And she was just telling me about the hardship of trying to even have like a proper funeral for her and how the people didn't want to touch her body. And they were trying to make the family sign off on getting her cremated. And then they were just going to put her in a box. 
So it it was just a lot. But then also um, in this downtime, it gave me time to complete the census. Did y'all finish y'all census? Yes. It's so quick. It's, like, it's super easy. Mm-hmm. Y'all, please do this. Please it will take it. you all of less than five, five minutes. minutes. Less yep. than five minutes. And, and we talked you- about on the politicking episode. So y'all check that out with Dr. Kenesha Grant. So yes. check that out. But go go do your senses. Like, let's not get like too bogged down. We we at home. What else exactly? You, do? you ain't got shit else to do. I know, or you shouldn't. Anyway, they said work. Unless you fucking. Oh. <laughs> Listen, we not even gonna talk about that. That was but last can, week's episode. But, but you can still feel like that senses though. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, but wait, listen, y'all, have y'all heard this? So 6.6 million Americans have filed for unemployment as a result of the coronavirus. I mean, listen, so I have crazy. friends that are actually affected at this point. Like, I didn't have it to tell yeah. y'all last week. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's, it's real. It's yeah. real out here. It is. And even one of our, well, actually both of our sponsors from the live show have been affected. Like Nail Ben and Bar, mm. like they had to close. But the good thing that they're doing, they are, have the ability to send out products to customers. Oh, good. Um, so they're actually going in, or they went in, I'm sorry, last Friday to open up for people to order things and have them shipped. Um, but unfortunately, Conceptual Beauty, because she does makeup, and events are being canceled and social distancing, like she's definitely affected. So I shared actually some resources with her because I was watching the news um, last week and I never watched the news and saw a segment. (laughs) Like, I just hate it. It's depressing. But in any event, they had a segment where if you are a small business owner, you are able to not only file for unemployment, but you could also get um, a grant for running a small business. Hmm. So I shared that with her. Right. And isn't that good information for people to have? Because I don't yeah. think anybody knows that. Because I, I also think some people think that they may only qualify for one or the other. But the expert who was on the Today Show said that small businesses or people who are self-employed could actually qualify for both. Well, we need to put that information out to our listeners. So let's like send the link and let's put that out yes. to, the, to the masses because I think that's definitely something helpful. I've been sharing information about virtual jobs. You mm-hmm. know, companies like CVS and Walgreens are hiring for different level of positions. I've been mm-hmm. sending it to my friends that are affected. And if I hear about someone, I'm sending it to them Amazon. and they forward it to their friends. So I think everybody can play their part in helping to support, you know, people that are affected right now. Right. And listen to how crazy this is. So the previous unemployment record was back in 1982, and it was 695,000 people. And we're wow. now at 6.6 million. Whoa, wait a minute. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's crazy. Jeez. I mean, but it also, it humbles you because it makes you realize just how much we work, we depend on, like, we're a service industry country, yeah. and mm-hmm. we treat our service people like crap. So we really do need to appreciate, like, our janitors, especially our doctors, like all of the doctors and nurses who came out of retirement who were trying to Mm -hmm. run this thing into the ground, like you are so appreciated. Yeah. I had a friend of mine who's a nurse who works with my company. Of course, she's not practicing. And she actually just told me, she was like, you know, I actually signed up, you know, when they came around because she lives in Jersey. And she was like, "I, I did. I was honest with them. I have not done anything in years. I can maybe do like if you need administrative help or something minor, Mm -hmm. I can do those things. But people really are trying to band together. So while we have all these good things happening, you know, as a result of this, we have some people who are trying to take advantage. Did you guys see 
where the Trump administration announced that they would be sending additional naval ships and aircraft to the Caribbean as part of an enhanced counter-narcotics operation. That's crazy. One of the drug cartels is actually trying to take advantage of this at this point where U.S. is really focused on the coronavirus and they got intel that they were trying to do a large shipment into the U.S. And the defense secretary, Mark Esper, I hope I'm saying his name correctly, baby, he was on there talking to reporters about the U.S. and you will not get into our country. And the naval ships are already deployed out there. So I thought that was kind of crazy. And they put a lot of money behind this once again. But they talked about how they were fighting several wars two of them being coronavirus and drugs. So I just thought that was pretty interesting and crazy that people, of course, you know, in addition to sending these stupid behind emails of information that's not correct, you also had a drug cartel trying to get them a little lick in. Right, but who would even think to do that, though? Like, that would be... The drug cartel. I right. guess so, like, child. They, Maybe they, that's why I don't do opportunities. Yeah, opportunities. Nobody, nobody's paying attention to anything yeah. like that right now. But or so they thought so. It. Right, but I'm thinking, how are they going to sell it if we supposed to be social distancing? How are they going to sell it? Who are they going to sell it they to? They have a way. Well, no, they just get it in and maybe hold mm-hmm. it because I, I, my thought is like everybody's losing their job, so who's going to be able to, you know, buy no drugs right, right. now? Right, that's what I'm saying. But, but I mean, are doing crimes. They're doing petty it, crimes. They're not killing as much. Well, no, no, actually, mm-hmm. our shooting is up in Philadelphia. Oh, God. So the petty crimes are down, believe- but our shooting is up. Mm-hmm. Because mm. I believe, like, you know, when you have heat waves and stuff like that, it makes yes. people antsy and crazier. So I'm I'm not surprised by that at all. But I don't know how they're going to buy the drugs unless they were just going to get them in the, in the States and just hold Yeah, they'll probably keep them in a shipping container. Because what mm. was that? It was like, what, $3 billion worth of drugs found by, like, J.P. Morgan and Chase? Like, some legit company, and they found one in a truck or so. I'm not surprised by that at all. Yeah. So, you know, I think another good representation of the U.S. Oh, don't do it, Jesus. So listen, most of us, most of you listening, I'm sure have watched Tiger King. I have not. Not yet. I'm just. I tried to get you to watch it. I really (laughs) want you to. No, don't don't watch it. You owe me seven hours. No, the fuck I don't. What else are you doing? You owe me seven hours of my life back. We ain't got shit else to do. That was a hot ass mess. We have (laughs) nothing else to do. Like, no. I could have been, I could have read a book. I could have read a book. You wouldn't go read no book. I could have rode my bicycle. You could have rode your bike and watched I could have made a couple of meals. Listen, Joe Exotic for president. Negative. First, we Hell gotta get no. some No. Matter of fact, <laughs> you think Trump crazy? This one, uh, are you serious? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Listen, listeners, for those of you that have not seen Tiger King, I really want you to see it. But mm-hmm. for those of you that have seen it, apparently Doc Antle and as well as Jeff Lowe, who were two of Joe Exotic's contemporaries when it comes to running zoos oh are, not his lovers not the, not, not his lovers, lovers no, no well, that's a is, whole nother story yeah that out yeah we talk about that in a minute no but, i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> well no one is deceased he shot himself but yeah yeah I'll, we'll oh, I tell you about that review. this man had three husbands no, two. Oh, yes. No, no yeah, three. He had three husbands. He two of th- which were straight. Three. Yes. Two of which were heterosexual. Right. But he had two drug husbands addicts? at the same time. Those are the drug addicts? Yes. The ones that are missing teeth. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. But he had, he married Welcome those to two America. guys at the same time. Exactly. They had like a double or triple ceremony. Ceremony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, he, like, he married both of them at the same time. 
Yeah. So in any event, so two of the guys are super upset about how they were portrayed in the video. So Doc Ansel said, this is a salacious, outrageous ride through a television show produced to create drama to just tie you into some crazy train wreck of a story between the feud of Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic and the meltdown that ensued between two people who both are far too close to murder themselves and think a little bit of madness thrown in on their parts. And that was Doc Ansel. He said that in a video interview. But what I'm confused is, is like, did they, did these people not know what they were being interviewed for? And listen, probably not because it took place over five years. Like, they well, that's said, true. It was five years worth of footage. So, but if you didn't give them the footage, you couldn't look crazy. That's, that's what I'm saying. That was, that was exactly. I'm that's like, I'm I mean, I know they do editing and make things look, no. but if you hadn't done the act, mm-hmm. right? I and haven't even you, seen it, but right. And if you haven't given it, like these are your words, right? Like Gave you were on video, right? So if you didn't give it to them, they wouldn't have had anything to put. It together. wouldn't have been a story, no, nope. yeah. right? So another thing for those of us who are at home and who are trying to watch new things and catch new things, Netflix has released some new content on their website that I'm very excited for. And just some things that we can look forward to. School Days came out last week on April 1st. School Days, yes. Mm -hmm. And School Days is like one of my top five favorite movies. I love it so much. And then also Lethal Weapon, all of the Lethal Weapons one through four on Netflix. I've never okay. seen them, but I probably will now because, again, I don't have shit else to do. <laughs> My daughter and I got to watch School Days. Okay, go. Um, Is she old enough to watch School Days? I mean, it was There's a to... scene in there. Is? Yeah, with Big D, she's, Big she's, Brother Almighty. She's old enough to, to watch it now. You might have oh. to fast forward through it, through okay. that scene. We'll talk about it. Okay. And then also, Soul Plane, I'm not really excited about that. <laughs> Burn it, burn it, burn right. it, please. But Lovebirds, the new movie yes. with Lisa Ray. That's, oh, I didn't get to see out. it. Well, because it was it's supposed to come yet. in theaters. It was supposed to be released in the movies. Yes. Well, and it, it came never out did? April 3rd. No, because it was supposed to come out this month. Oh. Yeah. But oh. now instead of being released in theaters on April 3rd, it was released on Netflix It'll be on out April on Netflix. 3rd. Okay. Yes. And then also Coffee and Kareem. That's with Taraji P. Henson. Additionally, oh what I am, it's like a movie apparently that is, um, it's a film about a 12 year old who isn't here for his mom's new police officer boyfriend. Oh, okay. Oh, and Taraji yeah. playing the mama and the police officer is a white man. Oh, uh, Ooh, don't do that. Right, but also what I'm excited about is Black as Fuck with yes. King Bears. That comes out on April 17th. That's going to be hilarious. I am super excited about that. That preview had me rolling. And I'm, and this is going to sound really bad. Uh, Rashida Jones plays his wife, who is also Quincy Jones's daughter. She's biracial. And I feel like in a lot of roles before that Rashida has played, she has never embraced her blackness. So I'm very excited to see her do it on this show. Because she was in some some movie. Oh, what's the name of that movie? I can't remember right now. But in any event, both of her parents were white. And I was not pleased to see that. Well. You know, good and well, she's biracial. I, I blame him. the parents, but it's cool. Right. But then also, another thing that I'm very excited about is that this weekend on Easter Sunday, Insecure comes out. So Woo-hoo! I can't wait. Insecure season four. Let's let go. And your birthday. Yes, my birthday's next week, but we'll talk about that next week's episode. Yeah, really? We shimmy in? (laughs) 
I just well, shaking. We shimmy and shaking. Katie? I wasn't shimmying. I was just shaking. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm shaking for your birthday. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Thank you, girl. I can't. Well, I'll shake next week because I got a lot to shake. <laughs> In any event, so we asked each other earlier how we're doing, but what are we doing to really ensure that we like emotionally that we're okay? What are you all doing? So me, I am trying to do a better job of exercise. I'm like, I got to get my prayer life together. I've been saying that for the longest time. And I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to make sure that I do that. So I've been trying to do that. Then also we have a guest who's coming on the show who will talk about how we could do a better job of like emotionally checking in with ourselves. Like, because we ask each other that, how are we doing? And I think the automatic response is, oh, you know, I'm fine. And you, oh, just, don't, don't. you just don't think about it. Oh, I mean, I, when, I tell the truth. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I tell, I tell you exactly how I'm feeling. And it's not, it's not always pretty. Okay. <laughs> Say yeah, that again. I mean, when you're on automatic, you know, pilot or when there's somebody that you don't know that well and you don't want them in your business like that, you might just be, oh, I'm fine or whatever. But it's really like, girl, I tell the kids, others, KB, you know, don't do that. I tell the others, hey, I don't know. Not too well. I'm breathing. <laughs> I was like, I say, hey, right. KB or I say I'm breathing. Right. I do. I, I know I shouldn't. I just say I'm breathing. I don't give me any context around it, but I just say I'm breathing. Well, I don't th- I don't think that it's not you shouldn't tell people. I think we get so used to canned answers mm-hmm. or giving out canned answers that we are not honest with other people. And sometimes we're not even honest with ourselves. Can I right. say that? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I think that's part of it also. So I found this article since I've had a tough time and I've been telling you guys I've been having a very tough time. <laughs> Yes. I'm laughing. I don't know why I'm laughing, but I've had a tough time. But anyway, it's about self-check-ins and, you know, acknowledging that you need to do this regularly, I thought was really, really important. And they kind of gave us some tips about, you know, one, how to tune into your feelings. And it's really about doing an actual body scan from head to toe and really thinking about how you're doing as a full person, right? Mm. And then um, another part was talking about putting self-reflection into practice, So I thought that was really good. Check-ins are like physical exercise. In order to get the benefit of it, you have to do it regularly. So one of those things they suggest is checking in with yourself once a day to start. And then maybe in the morning and in the evening, you know, seeing how, you know, how did your day go and just how are you feeling at that point? And then lastly, the power of knowing yourself better. So identifying your emotions will help you to see a connection between the cause and effect and allow you to direct your life towards happiness is what one of the people that they interviewed for the article. So I thought that was some nice things because again, I have been struggling with, you know, trying to still work, but then mm-hmm. also, you know, homeschool. And so I took your advice, L last week. Yay! An HR partner. And I am actually going to take some days off. So I'm going to be in this flexible work schedule. And I told my manager, she had like, she ignored me. Like she didn't respond, but it's cool. That's our um, problem. I'm doing it. Exactly. So I'm not <laughs> I'm straight up. So there's going to be a couple of days a week that I'm not going to work or I'm going to work half days just so that I can sit down with my child and actually do the work, you know, help her out because they're Good using the platform. for you, KB. Because I'm, I'm, it's not going well. I mean, I had to try to beat you guys in the bed and I stayed up super late last night. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I, I stayed up <laughs> right. 2 a.m. to make this happen. You had a whole week. Excuse it doesn't matter. Exactly. Get it. Matter. The point, you know, and I didn't start reading until yesterday. Okay. <laughs> So that's how my life has been going. I mean, I sent y'all a message. It was like, yo, somebody got to write this up because I'm Right, because it gets to that 10.30. I'm like, girl, we sleep. No, we sleep. 
Um, right. Negative. Y'all send messages all day. But anyway, the point <laughs> is, is that I am realizing and acknowledging that I'm having a problem right now. That's it. Well, I'm proud of you and I'm happy to hear that, KB. I'm so glad you took my advice. Yes. Amongst also calling my student loans, but that's another conversation. Go. We'll say that next week. <laughs> okay, so we have a special guest on today who is a how are you doing expert. So her name is Catherine Searcy, and she is a compassionate energy healer, intuitive counselor, Usi Reiki master, and life coach specializing in the areas of spiritual and emotional health. She has been in the healing and helping profession for over 10 years as a chaplain, okay, go world, and social worker offering emotional and spiritual modalities to help clients and families at the most vulnerable stages in their lives. She translated this experience to a mind-body-spirit approach to helping clients overcome lifelong challenges, removing blocks, and experience a level of freedom to live their best possible lives. So we want to welcome Miss Catherine Searcy to the show. Hi, ladies. Hello. I get to see you all. All in the same space. I don't yes. know myself. <laughs> Wait, she knows a lot about us. Our right. whole lives. That part. Our whole <laughs> lives. She knows where the bodies are buried. That part. <laughs> <laughs> It's all in love. It's all in love. <laughs> hey, wait, just so we're clear, Catherine, we're not talking about where the bodies are buried. Right. <laughs> Look, I'm shutting it down right now. Okay, good, good. <laughs> How are y'all doing? Good. You heard how I'm doing. I heard right. what you, and I can relate. Okay. For yeah. sure, because mm-hmm. I'm still working too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely can understand, especially with kids. I've been talking to a lot of people lately, trying to juggle the, you know, career and kids being home and trying to, you know, take care of themselves. And yeah, it's, it's welcome to the new world. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's a whole new world out here. Super So excited. we have a lot of questions. Like, I feel like people with your background are really needed during this time because this is... I'm not sure if we've been through anything like this before. Well, we haven't definitely in our lifetimes. I feel like, you know, maybe a hundred years ago with like the plague and things of that nature, Mm -hmm. that's a little bit different. But now I'm just really starting to see how reliant we are on each other and how important having a social life is and not being cramped up in the house because I'm an introvert. So I'm kind of Okay with being in the house, but to this extent is really bothering me. So we had a couple of questions that we wanted to to ask you. So for example, oh, oh so today you bothered before you was happy. No, I'm still happy. <laughs> oh, but, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like, what is it? So I saw something that said like, we're plants. Like you need the you you have to drink water and you need sunlight and That's a good analogy. And yeah, is. you you need all of that. And I'm like, I need to be able to get up and go outside for at least an hour mm-hmm. every day just to to see sunlight because it's kind of dark here in this basement. But that's the only place I could set up for my workstation. But question for you. For people that are unfamiliar, what is a healer? Like, what is that? I mean, we all have the capacity to heal, right? Um, my belief system is that we can heal ourselves when we get, once we get to a place that we allow our bodies and our minds and our spirits to do so. So in my definition as a healer, I'm just here to facilitate your healing. I'm here to empower you, give you the resources and the tools, offer you a space that your body and your psyche can continue to do the healing work. You're doing it. I'm just here to facilitate that and to guide you along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Other people have definitions of being a healer. 
I think they feel like they have more of a proactive role, like they're actually doing the healing. But that's not the case because God gave us all of the tools and the resources um, that we need within. So there's nothing without that we need to search for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just the easy way for us to see. We, I don't, we weren't really empowered, especially as African-Americans. We are always looking with without we're always mm. looking outside for resources because we weren't we taught we were taught we didn't have anything right yeah we mm-hmm. we grew up in this lack mentality I remember my dad always telling me money doesn't grow on trees so you have to work twice as hard <laughs> to get half, half as much mm-hmm. you know all of that and so I think us culturally we're always kind of extending out instead of really taking a step in and utilizing all the tools and the resources and the experiences and the strength that we have, especially as Black women. So you're the healers. All three of you are the healers. I mean, we we all have the capacity to do this work. I feel like I'd be messing stuff up, but go ahead. You don't mess anything up. So Catherine, can you tell us how (laughs) you got started in this? I don't want to say in this business because I don't even know if that's the right. Yeah terminology or right question so how did you start doing what you do maybe that's the question yeah because I still have hard time seeing myself as an entrepreneur or businesswoman (laughs) my work in progress um but I actually start I'm in the medical field I've been in the medical field for over 10 years or so now um and actually was introduced to this work while in the hospital system so they started doing a lot of energy work with patients um and really saw that there was a complementary way of providing support and really in healing without all the medication. So I was introduced to Reiki and um, another modality was just healing touch, which is similar to Reiki. Um, Just, you know, everyone has different ways of doing stuff. So introduced in the hospital system. And then when I started working in hospice, I had clients who were completely resistant to opioids, like morphine, Oxycontin, like, you know, Mm -hmm. especially black folks, like we're scared. Hey, we don't trust the medical system to begin with. And then they were scared that they were going to get addicted to these medications. And so I started using Reiki with my clients, with my hospice clients, and it started having great benefits that they were able to get some relief and, um, and really some peace at end of life. And so that's kind of how all this evolved. I never thought I would be doing this as a career. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> <laughs> this was just no. like, you know, my side thing. Like, oh, you know, I do this. I can offer this to my clients. And God kind of kicked my butt last year into, okay, you know, there's more people that you could serve mm-hmm. doing this. And that's kind of where I landed. So here I am. That's and still growing and moving and evolving yeah. as we move along on this planet. Love it. So this is one of the questions. And I think, you know, coming to see you myself, I kind of want to know. And I think you put it out there. I don't know if you felt it. that I needed to know the answer. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask this question. What are some of the um, biggest misconceptions about people in your field? And you'll know why I'm saying that because I did, you know, we kind of got into it and I was like, oh, okay, you believe in Jesus, go. <laughs> well, if I recall, you came in just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I was so <laughs> We tried to explain it to her, Catherine. I didn't, like, you I need didn't to go. say what right. I knew, but I was like, I just wanted to see what she's going to say. <laughs> yeah, you're so like, in my head, I was here. like, I don't know if Jesus is going to be happy I'm here. So this, what are some of those misconceptions that people have about people like you in your field? Um, I think there's a couple of things. Like, I'm always educating people about like the difference between me being an intuitive and a psychic. Mm -hmm. Um, This conversation. Yes. Get it. Yes. (laughs) I am not a psychic. 
nor am I trying to predict your future. That is not my goal. I think people have insight. I think people do have certain gifts um, and can provide you insight. And sometimes those insights can be those insights can be future oriented. But I wouldn't put all my eggs in that basket okay. because we're ever, we're always evolving and changing, right? And that means that the path is completely linear, and that you know, like there is no room for growth. So I don't believe in predicting future. I do believe in being more prescriptive, though. And so the work I've done with you all and other clients has been about what energy are you in right now? What next steps can we take to get you to this potential outcome, to get you to this goal versus like, you know, at age 35, you're going to get married with two kids. (laughs) You're going to be living in a house in Bel Air. That ship is sailed, child. I'm older than 35. (laughs) I'm past that well first of all I need to catch up with you anyway I know update me I know I I will yes we'll we'll talk about that later (laughs) you in trouble I am she didn't have no expectations (laughs) for me well I would I need an update from you too see she need an update from all of us right we'll come back girl we suck in the house that's the update So I'm also. Hey, I didn't know you might have had a Corona boo. I don't know. Oh, I wish, child. Child, we wish. Listen, like, I'm Linda. just looking like I'm just trying to peep and see if I get anything. Like, okay. No, no, child. Okay. You got that lock on that field. I tried, <laughs> but Negroes want to act shysty. But anywho, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's the major misconception. Um, and then you know, people just think it's woo woo. Like you know, there's no real sight. We're taught to be really logical, right? It needs to be logical and rational, especially, you know, a lot of educated people that are looking for the research and, you know, and the science and the data to back this work up. It's coming along. Like there's a lot more research being done. I think, yeah, our society is moving closer to doing more of this energetic work. We're seeing that acupuncture is now billable. You can still, you can use your insurance now for acupuncture. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping Reiki is next. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think people are embracing it more. Um, there's still a lot of research to do in order to have the credibility for this work but you know and just I tell people I'm like grounded woo woo like I'm not so up there (laughs) Mm -hmm. um because some people take you on a whole nother level I'm just like I don't know what you're talking like yeah (laughs) kind of weird so I'm always having to kind of ground people back down because I'm like I can't I'm not I'm not going all the way there I don't know about the aliens and you know yeah. It's some crazy, you know, it's some crazy mm-hmm. stuff. So, so just kind of making sure that people feel anchored. And I think that's where like kind of my expertise as a social worker and a chaplain comes yeah. in. So I can kind of ground that and make it more, you know, normalize it yeah. a little bit more for folks. I think that's one of the greatest things about you coming from the social work field mm-hmm. because you have the mental health background, right? Yeah. And I think that's one of the things we connected on. So can you tell the audience what is mindfulness? I think that's something important that we deal with, yeah. you know, in our fields. But yeah. uh, what, how would you describe that to our listeners? Mindfulness is just being. Like, how do you be and not do? Um, and being mm. very intentional about what you're doing in the moment. Because a lot of times we're just floating on our autopilot. Mm-hmm. And I think during this time where we're kind of forced to quarantine, um, there is some real potential to be in the present moment because a lot of times we're past and future oriented. We're either, you know, we're living our past or we're trying to figure out what our future is going to be. And we're really not in this space of being here and now. And what does that have to offer? It's a social worker named Locke Kelly, and he asks this question I usually present to clients. 
And it just says, if you have no problem to solve, what is present for you? Like if there's nothing you have to solve, Mm. (laughs) nothing you have to do, what's present for you? Girl, that's deep. Right. Because I'm like, you got I'm me thinking. what does that mean? Right. Like, what, what? You don't have anything to solve. Like, and then another modality is solution focused therapy. And the thing is, if a miracle happened and like all your problems were solved, like your financial problems were solved, you got the perfect guy or the perfect woman, you have the perfect thing, you know, if all of that is taken care of, what's left? Like, what, what's there for you? I'm a fan. You need to take a shot. <laughs> that part. Right. Some, did, you, your, did somebody calling you? What's going on? called the house phone too. Oh, yeah, you need like to put them on. House, you need to put them on the podcast. You need to put them on the podcast. Who is it? The ex husband. We're not putting him on. Put the him on the podcast. That's yeah, the rule. No. Do you want me to give him a session? Babe, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be working all day. You hear me? All day. <laughs> All, all day. You're going to be a whole week or two weeks worth of work. Like, I'm here. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like I said, Catherine, that's going to be a whole session, but we just definitely, I might even pay for that one. But go ahead. Oh my God. I can't stand you. <laughs> so, Catherine, like, one thing that I'm always thinking about with people who do for others, like, that's your everyday job. Like, how do you all care for yourselves? Like, what does your self-care look like? Mm. Um, <laughs> Did you say, hmm? Mm. it's a work in progress I always practice boundaries like I'm the boundaries guru personal professional energetic Um, I think people don't focus on the energetic boundaries as much because we always have to remember like we're all energy beings everything around us is energy you pick on people's pick up on people's vibes you know you can pick up on the energy in the room there's things that we already do that we're interacting and aware of we just don't really maybe have a language for it or articulate it um but it's important that you also have those boundaries up and and being aware that's why you know I'm I'm, I'm a crystal y'all know I'm a crystal junkie you know come to my office crystals are everywhere yeah, and I'm that's ask about that and that's my way of really just not that I think crystals have superpowers but again they hold their own energy but also it's a reminder for me to like you know know that I'm protected in a certain way so I'm always like being aware of how I'm interacting with people and making sure that I'm not picking up or taking their stuff along with me because mm-hmm. people who tend to do this work are usually empaths they're very sensitive people and they're very and they very much you know try to you know we want to solve the world you know social workers we're all trying to fix everything but just knowing when to pick that up and then put that down. And that's been throughout my whole life, just knowing what's mine. And I think that's an important lesson that people need to learn. Mm -hmm. Because when you're feeling off, sometimes you have to ask yourself a question, is this me or is this someone else's? Mm -hmm. Right. Because everything that you experience, especially when it comes out of the blue, may not be yours. Right. You Mm -hmm. know, and really just sitting with yourself and offering that prayer of, you know, if this isn't mine, I send that back to that, you know, send it back to that person in love and light. And I hope that they get what they need. And again, just managing that. But I think we need to ask ask ourselves those questions a little bit more often. And I think that is the recipe for self-care. Um, and just knowing when to shut down. Like and when this when this happened, I really stopped seeing clients. Like when my office closed. Did like, you know, I offer some distance sessions and working with the community organization, offering some support, but I just didn't, I felt like I needed to reset myself. I just didn't know it would happen via coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, and I think that's God telling everybody, like, look, y'all are dangerously close to extinction. So mm-hmm. let me try and save y'all before yeah. you destroy yourselves. Yeah, but he really has, yeah, he really has reset things for us, but yeah. I'm for yeah. real, for real. And so, the planet is actually having the time to heal too. Like the planet exactly. is actually mm-hmm. resting. I don't know if you all seen that on the news. But yes. Like yeah. yeah. Like that's amazing turning to me. And yeah. Fog is clearing up mm-hmm. and smog. Yeah. And yeah. I just thought that was amazing. I was just like, wow, like we've really been damaging this world. And mm-hmm. now we're taking a break and the world is like healing okay, itself. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Yeah. So hopefully this is, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm trying to see the light in all this because I mean, I'm not going to pretend that I haven't been super anxious mm-hmm. about Same. what, especially the numbers that came out the other day. They were talking like what, a hundred to 250,000 people could die mm-hmm. from this in the U.S. I mean, those numbers like freaked me out. Um, but I'm also trying to see the blessing in it. And I think the blessing is hopefully there is this paradigm shift that we were kind of all anticipating in 2020, right? Again, we didn't know it was going to happen via a global pandemic, but we all kind of felt like there was this, you know, this it was going to be a, a difference. Like we were going mm-hmm. to come from this different space and move in a different way. So I'm hoping it doesn't return back to business as usual when, you know, we kind of contain this. I hope we were able to really see how important it is for us to take care of ourselves and each other and, and the planet. I, I hope that we are able to engage in that way and it not always you know, revolve around money, which we're in the U.S., Mm-hmm. I'm going to shut up right there because no, so y'all, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're That's fine. True. So question, because you, you talked about the crystals, which I'm fascinated by the crystals. I got the crystal Bible, so I need to read that too, but oh, she loved talking about it too. She loved talking about it. I'm saying, so, I'm not going to argue with her. I got my crystals too. I just need to charge them. Right. So like charging crystals Wait, and charging? Chakras, what y'all talking about? Yeah. You I have to charge your crystals. You I have to charge. Yeah. Did I miss you have to clear and charge. Your you have to. Yes. So we'll, we'll get into all of that. But what are <laughs> what are chakras? Because we hear that we or I hear that word being thrown out a lot more lately. But exactly what is a chakra and what does it do? So a chakra is chakra is a Sanskrit word for wheel. And so, you know, all of these modalities come from the East. Right. They kind of, you know, they had all this down. Um, and I mean, and even like, you know, Egyptians and stuff, they had a similar system, but it's a, it's a wheel and there are seven wheels, these energy wheels that are aligned with your spine from your crown up here. I usually, you know, give the analogy of the image of Jesus with the halo, Mm -hmm. um, and that light crown chakra, and they go all the way down to your spine, down to your tailbone, seven major energy centers. And then there are other kind of minor chakras that we won't delve in today. And then you have meridians. So that's where acupuncture comes in. So from these seven main chakra systems, you kind of have these energy rivers, kind of like veins. You know how we have the veins and arteries in our body. There's also kind of these energetic rivers that flow throughout our entire body. And so that's the chakra system. And sometimes those chakras are, they are meant to be open and flowing and spinning 
Um, and when they are not, because sometimes they can get blocked just based on what we encounter and they open and close just depending on where we are, what we're experiencing, what triggers come up for us, how we're taking care of ourselves. That's when we start to see kind of some of those negative emotions, physical issues, kind of those blocks that come up or those stumbling blocks that come up against us. So that's that's, that's the chakra system. Hmm. A lot of times people have been introduced to it in yoga. So yoga is oh. all about all the asanas in yoga are about opening up. Those That's why I don't like yoga. I'm not good at yoga. I'm not good I at mean, yoga. you know, I'm not flexible. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yoga goes right here, and then you know, I may yeah. mess about. But when people go into like full will, like when they're able to like go all the way, and I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah, they try to pull me up in class. I'm like, don't try to pull me up. I'm good. I'm I'm good right here. I know my lane. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that was in there. Mm-hmm. But that's I what that's that. that's what yoga is all about. Yoga, and people just think about the like kind of the exercise proportion of yoga. But yoga is always about it's a it's more meditative, really. Yeah, yoga is about really tuning in and allowing your energy to flow. That's why they say shavasana or that course pose is really the most important pose in yoga because that's when you're actually still and receiving and allowing. And that's really the goal of yoga is to uh-huh. allow and be. Uh-huh. I don't know how I got to yoga. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. It makes either. sense. And it never opens for me because I'll be about to die by the end of the session. So I just kind of don't, you know. But we got to keep going, right? Just like with anything. And in that one pose where you're just chilling, I guess that's the one. That's I the be one. wanting to go to sleep. I'm like, okay, it's time to go to sleep now. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I know you, you need to do hot yoga. <laughs> right. So you can stay awake. Yeah, yeah no, I hate the like heat. yoga boot camp. I oh, hate yeah. the heat. That yeah, ain't going to work like out well for me. <laughs> she don't like to be hot, which is weird because she's from Florida. So I don't understand. Oh, you're from Florida? I am, but yeah, I wrote a All Southern girls. Yes. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Florida's like, you know, what does Charlemagne say that all the crazy people are in the Bronx? <laughs> <laughs> She and she loves Charlemagne, <laughs> and I do Katie love Charlemagne. Loves him, and yeah. I be like, oh gosh, she just taught. Like we keep doing stuff to give him fuel. Like I we mean, just keep, you hey, know. I think he goes. I think he hunts for it though. Like I think he like just kind of googles crazy stuff in Florida, and that's how he gets back in. And we that. got something every time. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Much love to you though. Yeah, yeah. So with the shockers, going back to that. How do they get closed? How do the wheels stop turning? Like what happens so that they aren't open, I guess? And then is there anything that we can do to open them back up? Absolutely. So when the chakras close, they tend to close, A, we're not utilizing that specific area. So for instance, like the solar plexus chakra is in between your rib cage and your belly button. That's like your gut, right? This is like the place of self-confidence. This is your fire, your passion, really your sense of power. So when you're feeling like, you know, this doubt, you know, low self-esteem, all that, that's usually an indicator that your solar plexus chakra is closed. And typically it just happens like if we hear something that hurts us, if we see or experience, experience something that, you know, has triggered us, we're not really taking good care of ourselves. If we're just like, you know, continuing to go and not, you know, getting proper sleep. And not only that, when we're not flowing in our true call and our passion and, and why mm. we're here, a lot of times, you know, we're just kind of going through the day to day. And when we're not intentional and not really living our truth, 
throat mm-hmm. chakra. That's what that is about. When you have a closed throat chakra, that mm-hmm. usually means you're not living your truth. You're not speaking your truth. Mm-hmm. You know, you're there's mm-hmm. that creative block because a lot of times, so sacral chakra right here, that's like the divine feminine, like your womb, right? That's mm-hmm. the birthplace. That's where you're creative. That's the place of new beginnings. So a lot of times people are great there because it's all this creativity, imagination, all this is taking place. But it's like, you know, you can come up with all the ideas, but they're never expressed. You never have an outlet for them. That's when you start having a closed throat chakra, because it's all about how do you express that creativity? How are you offering it? Because it's just not for you, right? We're all supposed to be feeding and adding and giving to one another. And so if you're not expressing that, then what? You know, and I think it gets to a point that spirit's just like, okay, so you're not going to use this. So let me pass it on to the next person. That's why people get all crazy when, you know, they see their ideas out there. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, because it's like, you know, you're just a vessel. Right. I, th- mm-hmm. I thought about that. Yeah, but you, but you didn't pick it up. You didn't execute. You didn't yeah. execute. Mm. You have to have that action, right? It's great that you have the idea and you may wrote down in a journal, but the idea needs, it needs room to grow and it's going to use whatever vessel it will use. So if you didn't pick that up, it can pass on to the next person. Wow. Yeah. So question, because we, we talk about intuition a lot in my sessions. So how can you better tap into your intuition and why are we like, why is this such a bad habit that we have a tendency to ignore it? That's a loaded question. It is. <laughs> I feel well, like that's I, the whole... I ignore mine. <laughs> I was like, talking for, about herself. I, I don't speak for mine. myself, but it's, it's like, you know, sometimes you have that, that feeling or, you know, just that energy. You don't know where it's coming from. And it's mm-hmm. like, something is telling you, I should do this or no, you shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. But why are we kind of like, why do we have a tendency to ignore that? Because we don't trust it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And honestly, because we don't trust ourselves because that's your own inner, that's that's your inner guy. That's you. That's essentially you speaking, but do you trust you? And a lot of times the things have happened, especially if it's an experience that, you know, a recurring experience, from the past, hmm. we're definitely not going to trust that or trust our inner voice in that because it's like, oh, well, you know, I did this and this and this before. So I don't really trust myself in that situation. So I'm not going to trust the voice that's telling me what to do right now. And so again, we look outside of ourselves for an answer that's usually within. And it's great. Like if you can afford the therapy, great. I mean, I'm an advocate for therapy, you know, or other ways that may be more maladaptive, you know, people have their ways of coping. And the other thing too, is that we just weren't taught to use our intuition, unless you just came from that type of family and background who, you know, gave witness to that. We just weren't taught to tune into our inner voice. Think as kids, like we easily dismiss kids when they're having imaginary friends or they're mm-hmm. they're speaking, you know, to someone or they're looking off or, you know, they're, you know, they're just imaginations are flowing. And that's all your third eye. Your third eye is about imagination. And us being aware that our imagination is part of our intuition. If we can imagine it, we can create it and we can manifest it. I believe it. Yeah, imagination is just not about, oh, I just, you know, I just created this thing, you know, that was just make-believe. No, imagination is part of the creative process. Um, But again, trusting that and not be so dismissive about it. Then the other thing is that, especially Black people, we were raised in the church. Church is about, we looking up here Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. for for the man, 
the man in the sky Mm -hmm. (laughs) to hopefully give us an answer. We're looking at a pastor, typically a man, Mm -hmm. to give us an answer, right? No one in church is telling you all the answers within you. It's like, I have to pray to get this answer. I have to worship to get this answer. I have to serve to get this thing. But who, who said, oh, well, what about, what are you feeling? And what are you hearing? And what are you experiencing within? That still small voice mm. is the key to intuition. If we quiet ourselves enough, instead of acting and reacting, just going still and just like, okay, what do you have to offer? Well, can we think about intuition as though God gave us intuition, right? Like, absolutely. I feel like it's, I feel like it's still God talking. Oh, absolutely. It's all those different things. Like it's praying, it's those things. But then I also think God gives us this intuition that he's talking through that. Absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. Absolutely. So that's what I was thinking. About. And I think that this could, and I'm glad you cleared it up because I think the disconnect is too that God is within us. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so when we're hearing that voice, God is us. We are God. And some people can't even hold that. Mm-hmm. Like I've had debates with people when I just highlight the divinity. I think someone asked me, what was my definition of the Holy Spirit? And I said, you know, I think it's just the, the divine expression of who we are. And they could not wrap their head around me saying that there's divinity within them mm. um you know just because that's again is we're re- we know we're wretches undone we're you know we're sinners that need to be saved and so sometimes it's hard for people to reconcile the spirituality and divinity within themselves mm. and knowing that they have that direct line all the time because yeah. god is always with us Right. Yeah, we ain't gotta go to the, the Catholic priest and, and tell them right. my problems because we can right, right. I believe that. I believe that. Right. Too. I'm right. not I'm not hitting on the Catholic people. I'm so I'm sorry. Not, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm so like sorry. <laughs> but we do have a direct line, I'm just saying. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, but you know, I think people also have to remember there's some real power dynamics mm-hmm. in church because it's an organization like any other organization run by people. So there's some there's some different dynamics within the church as well. And there's nothing wrong with church, but just be, be aware it's not a perfect institution because it's not run by perfect people. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so important to develop that relationship for yourself mm-hmm. um, and, and be able to have that inner wisdom and guidance and know you always have access to it. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. that. Yeah. So during times of stress and uncertainty such as these times what can we be doing or what should we be doing to take care of ourselves what you're doing um because <laughs> what else are you in what else are you gonna do okay I would say like I know for me like I went snack crazy mm-hmm. um, at Ooh, the beginning like yeah. you know the sugar yeah I like and then I realized my snacks were gone like my corona snacks were gone like in two days mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> So that's probably not the best way to take care of yourself because then I was just like, this sugar and all this stuff is probably not doing very well. So I've been telling people, I'm just like, because, you know, everyone's freaking out. I can't find toilet paper. You know, all of this. Oh, I know where to find toilet paper. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you. Have y'all bought into the stock market? Go. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I did. I opened an account. Good job. Now you can talk about toilet paper. People got to wipe their ass. I'll tell you where to go, Catherine. Thank you, because I just, I can't. I can't. I'll tell you where to go. Go look. (laughs) But no, I think it's important that we boost our immune systems right now. And so instead of being so super focused on whatever, because I just see the pasta owls are empty, but the produce owl, I I haven't had any issues getting great fresh produce. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I don't know where people's minds are. But I think it's really important, A, we boost our immune system. But I think it's like how Suge was saying earlier that it's important to step outside get some fresh air, get that sunlight. Quarantine doesn't mean you have to be, you know, hold up in the house because that can create a lot of other issues, especially as far as your mental health. Ooh, anxiety. Um, yeah, and the isolation and the anxiety, especially if you're just home and then watching whatever's on the news. Cause Tiger King. I did. Tiger King was great. It was, it was good <laughs> entertainment. Don't tell me we're going to go I'm here again. I'm not going to tell Lord. you. I'm not going to tell you, Catherine. But it's but entertaining, it's good, though. Yes, that's good entertainment. <laughs> For but just the price of your Netflix bill every month. Yeah. <laughs> my job is playing for my Netflix right now. So I was like, thanks, guys. That's um, awesome. Oh, that is. Yeah. But, you know, and then, like, I mean, like, I've gotten back into my yoga practice. There's no excuses for us, really. I mean, this is probably the first time I've been so grateful for social media and technology mm-hmm. right now because we have access to everything but meditation or prayer or whatever it is that kind of gets you quiet and focused and centered within yourself and I've also been telling people if you have the ability to the root chakra which is at the base of your spine is all about stability security feeling safe um, it's all about home and family, financial, you know, have financial security, all of that. So a lot of root chakras are closed right now because it's so unstable and it's so chaotic and people really don't know what to expect. None of us do. So if you can, I've been telling people just if you can step outside, like if you have a yard or if you feel like your park may be okay and there's no dog poop, if you can take off your shoes for a few minutes and just plant your feet to the ground grounding is all about we were always meant to walk on the earth we get a lot of neural activity when our feet are planted on the earth um and it's a great way to decrease anxiety what yeah it's actually i'll send you i thought it was a white people song Oh Lord! Here, here she go. <laughs> this one. You know, nobody else thought that. Nobody no. else thought that. Oh, I mean, okay. But tribes in Africa don't have shoes. That's what I know. Yeah, it, it's a part of our DNA. We lost it really that is. when when we got brought. We were colonized. Over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And honestly, yeah, I think it was, it was a, a different situation. From Cameroon, <laughs> that taught me about that. She was just like, you know, because it's this cold. It's a grounding system. So there's actually a mat you can by and you can oh. plug it into your grounding outlet oh. um, that gives you the same energy as you would as if you were standing outside. You can also put it underneath your computer screen, things that you know have radiation. It helps to decrease the radiation in your environment as well. Oh. Um, but yeah, she's, it was a young lady from Cameroon who taught, taught, told me about you know, walking barefoot and the importance, like she didn't have like the scientific jargon, but she was talking about how she missed walking barefoot and she feels the difference. Mm. Um, so when she told me that, I started doing research and found out all about this grounding stuff. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And even when people like the tree huggers, there's a, there's a reason why people hug the trees. Like, you know. It's a real thing. Like literally, literally it? real thing. Yeah, so they thing. literally hug the tree. They hug the tree. Or you can put your spine on the back of a tree to align. But think about the tree and what it represents. A tree is rooted to Uh the earth. That tree is not going anywhere. Okay. You know, so sometimes when you're feeling, uh, you know, just unsteady, you're just like, what's happening next? You you don't feel like you're on firm foundation. Sometimes it's rooting to something that is. Mm -hmm. And knowing that you have the capacity to be as rooted and grounded as that tree. Mm -hmm. So there's energy in that tree, too. There's energy in everything. There's energy in this computer. I mean, it's just some, so the, some of it is low vibration. So you have lower vibration energy, like, you know, 
the cell phone, plastic yeah. stuff, whatever, then you continue to raise those vibrations. So you get a higher energy. And that's when we start talking about spiritual support, angels, things like that mm-hmm. on a higher vibration. But everything is vibrating energy at every point in time. Wow. We ain't going to be able to tell the difference between us. After a while, we're going to be hugging trees and putting our feet on the ground. Yeah, I'm going outside after we get off the. Um, That's what I was about to say. I'm about I to go am. put my feet I'm about to in go, the go outside the every day. I don't know what you guys do, but I walk. I don't go out walk. barefoot. Right, I'm definitely. I'm about to go stand in the grass. The yeah, I need. I need to have a mat. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's perfect for her. Right. Uh, <laughs> look, and I also live in DC, but so I actually I use my mat too. So what I do, I put my mat on my yoga mat. You know, because you're barefoot uh, on the yoga mat. And so I'll uh-huh. do yoga while on that mat. Um, but, you know, it's a reason why the nature feels good for us, right? It's a reason why we feel more refreshed and at peace when we're out in nature. Because it's all that energy that nature is giving us. Like, it gives us that calming, peaceful, you know. It's it's a reason why. It's not mm. just because, like, oh, it's a sunny, pretty day. It's nice outside. Like, no, you're getting energy from the sun. You're getting energy from the earth. You're getting energy from the water. I mean, it all holds that. And it's, we used to be connected in that way and we're not. Mm-hmm. That's, wow. that's the difference. So let me ask you this. Could you briefly describe um, the services that you offer, what they do, and how are each one of those beneficial to us? So the gist of my services is all about getting you the most aligned with your true nature, Right. So it's not about you becoming anything. It's about you remembering who you are, Mm. right? It's kind of like feeling that, you know, I can preach, you know, I, you know. I know you (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like peeling back the onion, you know, the whole onion motif Mm -hmm. is like peeling Mm -hmm. back the layers. So my work is about peeling off those layers, these illusions that we've gotten caught up about, like what we supposed to be, how we're supposed to be what we're supposed to wear, you know, kind of all these status symbols and all these things we've been told we need to present to the world to be accepted. Um, And so it's kind of just, you know, getting past those layers and really getting to the truth of who you are and who you are as a divine being full of love and light and creativity and joy. Um, So all of my work is about releasing some of the blocks that have been put there, usually by negative belief systems. We all have our core beliefs of not being worthy, not being good enough, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that we're always in lack, all of these sorts of belief systems um, that we've gotten at different phases of our lives. Um, And really just releasing that and the energy attached to that because it's a core belief, right? So you start with the core belief and things start to kind of unfold from that core belief. So once you can start to uproot that, all that energy attached to that can also release. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people after a session, and you all can attest to that, you usually feel a bit more unburdened and feel some release um, and some relief. So that's that's the nature of my work. Um, right now I'm offering, I added a lot of more distance sessions. Okay. People are a little hesitant about the distance sessions, but I do tell people it's the same, it has the same efficacy as an in-person session because energy is energy. No matter where you, we're all connected right now and can feel and sense each other's energy right here in this space. It's not confined by time or space. Um, It's not a linear process. You can even go back energy work. You can go back into the past and resolve some issues. They're always like doing like inner child work with folks, you know, to talk to your younger self 
and offer them that love and that, you know, and the healing and the strength they needed back then that you as your adult self now can go back and offer to that younger self what was missing, (laughs) what they need, that Mm -hmm. I love you, that they didn't get, that they were looking for. Mm -hmm. You can offer that now to them. You can also go back, you can go into your future self, like especially if you're seeking wisdom now, you can... It may sound a little woo-woo, but you can have a conversation (laughs) with your future self because, again, it's not all linear. Like, we're not Mm -hmm. on this, like, linear path, right? Um, There's opportunities to really shift into who we are because we're the culmination of everything. Our ancestors (laughs) from the past, you know, us as a future being, because hopefully we'll get there past Corona. It's just really the space to to integrate our whole self in this process. And so offering a lot of distance sessions, they're really good. And I'm off- offering them in shorter kind of doses. So whatever mm-hmm. like kind of your issue is, we're going directly to that issue. Instead of treating like the whole system, we're going, we're using, we're doing like some direct, you know, energy work, um, just to really support people during this time, because people are just scared. And you don't want a lot of people in fear. That is not a recipe that will benefit anyone. So we can infuse that with love and have a balance, you know, healthy fear. Fear is all we, we need a healthy dose of fear. If not, we'll be out at the beach, you know, with a real corona. I don't, know what people ah. are. <laughs> Go ahead. you know I, I, it is florida I'm, my bad yeah. uh, <laughs> well those people were traveling to florida they weren't all from florida that's no but they true. had to close the florida beaches but, down because people were at the beach well yes, that's true yeah, yeah. yeah. Miami, and, and the florida governor was like i didn't realize that yeah. corona could pet uh, anyway we're not going to get on florida today yeah. keep embarrassing me <laughs> yeah my bad, my, my, my bad, KB. But yeah, I think this, you know, this work is really just about, I really want to support people through this, that you can see a way out of this. There is a light at the other side of this. But also, I mean, honestly, honestly being real and preparing yourself for what is to come. I, I don't think it's going to be pretty, but how do we hold that faith in God, mm-hmm. um, that faith in each other? And I think that's the thing. Like, how do we hold faith that, you know, there's some good in everybody throughout all the ugly that we're seeing and experiencing right now? And how can we take care of each other when, you know, the powers of being may not be? I think we're going to have to come together as a community to really support one another. I don't know. I don't think it's going to come from high. No, 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 not 45. It's not going to travel up to down. And it's not just 45. I think, you know, it's a system. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the system was created to serve a certain population. Um, not us. <laughs> not at all. Because right. people say the system is flawed. I was like, the system works just fine. It was just right. It was, it was, it was, the way it was designed. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I agree with you. Uh, that so, yep. yeah. So, kind of like spirit, like uh, how can we connect spiritually, you know, emotionally? How can we trust each other? And provide care for each other. Again, not coming from that lack mentality, because that's what's happening. That's why everybody started hoarding everything, right? Um, Because everyone's coming from this place of lack. But how can we start to really highlight our resources and really see the tools and the richness in all of us and how each other can kind of share their expertise and really serve each other during this time? Yeah. I think that's part of the self-care question as well. Yeah. Well, we want to thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. I've been wanting to do this episode forever, but I've been procrastinating. We have have talked about you, Catherine, on the show for like at least a good three or four months. (laughs) I know the (laughs) listeners are like, who is this person? Right. At least three or four months. (laughs) 
That was great timing. I mean, we all had the time and space to do it now. So, yeah, because right. yes. before they were probably like, I don't really have time and here, you know. So, mm-hmm. right. everything's in right timing. It is. Very true. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the show. So, how can all of our listeners get in touch with you? Like, what's your social media? Can they follow you on Instagram? Do you have like a Facebook page? How how can people reach out to you for these sessions? So I don't like Facebook. I'm <laughs> trying my best. Okay. Um, <laughs> I am on Instagram, Deep Breath Healing. Um, and then you can always check out my website, www.deepbreathhealing.com. Um, I have all of my services listed. And feel free, and they can also DM me on uh, Instagram as well, or send me an email. All that information is on my website. I also wanted to advertise. So there is a program for DC residents offering... Southeast, baby. Um, <laughs> they're offering... Philly is in the building, too. Don't play. Uh, we love it. you. Uh, I'm so, I'm so, we, we have love for you, KB. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> KB don't never want to be left out of nothing, Catherine. Can I say that? She don't never want to be left out of nothing. Yeah, Catherine so already knows cool. me. Thank you. It's Catherine okay. already knows who, who I, I am. Like, no, she is loved. It's okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but they um it's the healers of for liberation um they are specifically focused on offering like spiritual emotional counseling to african americans by african american practitioners so they have been given a grant um, where they are offering free mental and emotional counseling from like herbalists to people like me, therapists, things like that. So you can check out their website, Healers for Liberation, just Google them. Um, and then there's a little questionnaire, but I've been kind of advertising that because it's just such a great resource. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Time. But yeah, it's free of charge for any DC resident. All right, DC. We have DC listeners on, you know, like, tune in. So y'all check that out. We'll post it in the show notes. So you'll have all of this information, especially how to reach out to Catherine as well. Yes. Thank you, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Catherine. you. It's been great. Invite me back. I like yes. it. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, we, yes. We definitely have you come back. <laughs> For our dope, gifted, and black segment, we are highlighting Shea Moisture because they are donating $1 million to women of color owned businesses that have been affected by the coronavirus crisis. So the fund is driven by the brand's long established community commerce business model and the core belief that commerce and reinvesting in communities the brand serves creates economic opportunities and economic independence. The brand has always worked to empower women, transform communities and support purpose-driven businesses. And now more than ever, Shea Moisture is committed to this mission. So they are currently taking applications and you can go to their website to apply. They are granting an initial $100,000 worth of grants that will support or be awarded to 10 businesses in need. So if you are a business owner, a woman of color business owner, please go to their website to apply. And this can include any type of business, restaurant, hospitality, grooming, entertainers, wellness instructors, all of it. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. So very happy for that. And thank you all listeners for joining us. Special thanks again to our guest, Catherine from Deep Breath Healing. Don't forget to listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. Connect with us on social media at Fem Noir Files on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Fem Noir Files. Bye!